Hello there, and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in South Africa, and by Stuart Weir in the UK. On this week's show, we talk a bit about the offside rule, the aspect of football that seems to cause more controversy than any other. What exactly is the latest interpretation of the law, and how does it affect the game? We speak to former English Premier League referee Bob Hamer. It does mean that some goals that last season were allowed, this season will not be allowed. Also, a look at the Africans doing well in the English Premier League, with Andre Ayew on target again for Swansea, and Yaya Toure powering Manchester City to the top of the table. Plus, the first Gambian to play in the English Premier League, Modu Barrow, is loaned to Championship side Blackburn. What does that mean for his career? He is a Swansea player and they will be keeping tabs on him, uh, how he's playing, how he's developing. So uh, I think it's probably a good move for him. So that's all coming up. First, let's talk about the offside rule, because opinions and interpretations of offside and mistakes by referees lead to hours and hours of debate and discussion among football fans worldwide. Many games have hinged on calls by the referee and his assistants. There was controversy in England on Monday when Liverpool beat Bournemouth 1-0 at Anfield with a goal that most experts felt should not have stood. Christian Benteke connected with a cross to score from close range, but Philippe Coutinho, who was in an offside position, tried to get to the ball but didn't make contact. Coutinho was in front of the keeper and so he was a distraction for the Bournemouth goalkeeper. Now, recently, the body responsible for reviewing the laws of football, the International FA Board, issued new guidance to match officials about the offside law. Planet Sport Football Africa's Adrian Barnard spoke to former English Premier League referee Bob Hamer and asked him to explain what the new guidance is. There's actually no change of law. The offside law is exactly the same as it was last season. What the International FA Board have done is given a couple of points of guidance which will help referees in their interpretation of interfering with play, interfering with an opponent. The first one is a player in an offside position shall be penalised if he clearly attempts to play a ball which is close to him when this action impacts on an opponent. So, For a player to be given offside, all three of those must be satisfied. So he must be in an offside position. He must be clearly attempting to play a ball which is close to him and it must impact on an opponent. All three must apply. And then the second point is a player in an offside position shall be penalised if he makes an obvious action which clearly impacts on the ability of an opponent to play the ball. So that's when he's not attempting to play the ball it's not that close to him but where he like if he's in line of sight of the goalkeeper that is clearly impacting uh, the ability of an opponent to play the ball and again all three must be satisfied he must be in an offside position it must be an obvious action and it must clearly impact on the ability of an opponent to play the ball so all, all three must be satisfied does mean that some goals that last season were allowed this season will not be allowed and so this impacts football worldwide across Africa then as well as in the oh UK. yeah the whole world it, this is part of the laws of the game now even though it's not a change of law it is part of the laws of the game and it's uh, worldwide 
we saw the situation in the Liverpool against Bournemouth <laughs> game where it seemed that every one of these had been broken by the referee. He allowed a goal which, under this new interpretation, perhaps should have been disallowed. Bob, your own thoughts on that. Would you have disallowed that goal had you well, been the referee? Clearly, Coutinho was in an offside position. He tried to make contact with the ball. In fact, he was inches from it. He missed it. The goalkeeper was there and couldn't really do anything until he'd played it or he hadn't played it. And the ball went through to Benteke, who wasn't offside, and he scored. But Coutinho should have been given offside. Uh, In many respects, it would have been easier for the assistant if Coutinho had actually played the ball into the goal, because then he would have given him offside. Uh, Last season, you see that wouldn't have been offside because he didn't actually play the ball. A referee has a very difficult job, of course. You're a former referee yourself, Bob. So Mm. how challenging is it to get these offside decisions right when the law and its interpretations are so complex and things happen in just a split second? Yeah, it is. I mean, in that case on uh, Monday night, it was the assistant who should have given the decision. But it can be complicated, although I think that this year that change... Uh, in the guidance probably helps the assistant. There's still a lot of subjectivity, isn't there, in this? The referee has there to is, try yeah. You know, all Premier League games are analysed by Optra and Prozone and I don't know how many other organisations. And last season, it was conclusively proved that 99% of offside decisions were judged correctly. This was one of the 1%. <laughs> Well, that's Bob Hamer, former English Premier League referee, speaking to Adrian Barnard. Now, many of us do get to watch these English Premier League games on television where there are many replays of the action which help us as fans to decide whether the referees got it right or not. Now, Solomon Ashams joins us from South Africa now. Uh, Solomon, most of the games in Africa's own domestic Premier Leagues are not screened on TV. Uh, Maybe at most there might be maybe two games per week except for countries like South Africa. And it's hard, isn't it, for fans at the stadium to know exactly what happened because we'll never really know for sure without those TV replays. Without TV replays or without televised matches, there's just no way you know we could actually see uh, a lot of these situations. And in Africa, there's only a few games that are really televised. So I feel it's part of the duties of the FA and also duties of the Confederation of African Football to push, uh, you know, to see that you know African football really get those kind of coverage. It's not just for the viewer sitting at home for for him to see and enjoy the game, but it's also for for calls that are really dodgy you know as we saw uh, in, in last weekend's game uh, for uh, Liverpool FC sure well thanks a lot Solomon and exciting news the show will be increasing to 30 minutes from October and former referee Bob Hamer will be a regular guest on the program there'll be a chance to send in questions that you have about refereeing as Planet Sport Football Africa extends to 30 minutes from October Well, next on the show, let's catch up with how African players are doing in the English Premier League. And Ghana captain Andre Dede Ayew has now scored twice in two games, heading in a goal for Swansea against Newcastle last weekend. He scored against Chelsea on the opening weekend. I'm joined by European football expert Stuart Weir in the UK. Now four teams have 100% records. That's six points from two games. Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool and Leicester. 
Leicester. And Algerian Riyad Mahrez is doing really well with Leicester. Also, Senegal striker Mam Biram Diouf scored for Stoke in a thrilling 2-2 draw away to Tottenham. You know, this is the second week running he scored. Three goals in two games. Leicester City winning at West Ham. Uh, after uh, beating Sunderland last weekend. Amazing situation. Dioff scoring for Stoke shouldn't surprise us because he's been quite prolific. Stoke were 2-0 down at uh, Tottenham and came back uh, to get a draw. And three African scorers, a great weekend. And the big game of uh, last weekend uh, was Manchester City taking on Chelsea. A 3-0 win for Manchester City with uh, Yaya Toure uh, playing throughout there and Wilfred Bonny coming on as a substitute. Uh, Big, big result this for Manchester City. Well, of course, everyone says, oh, there's only two games gone, uh, you know, don't make too much of it. But the simple fact is that Manchester City have got six points and Chelsea have only got one. Uh, And that is a great start. Manchester City dominated the first half. Uh, Chelsea arguably came back into it in the second half. But it was Manchester City who got all the goals. Yaya Torre was really at his imperious best, running the midfield, I would say. I can't think of a Chelsea player who had anything like the control or influence in the game that he did. Eden Hazard, the star player for Chelsea, had really quite a quiet game. Now, interestingly, Wilfred Bunny started last game, but he was back on the bench this time uh, with uh, Aguero getting the, the starting position uh, and Bunny come on to replace him late in the game when it was already won. But, you know, Manchester City suddenly, uh, with six points, look as if they are the team to beat this season. Chelsea, of course, have got uh, a lot of games to make up, but um, something isn't quite right, perhaps. Uh, You know, to lose at Manchester City is no shame, but to lose 3-0, and uh, really, you could argue they didn't really look like scoring. And uh, Manchester City just seemed to be in control of the game. And two very impressive 3-0 wins. Uh, It's a great start for City. Amazing result there for Man City. Um, on the bench there, Stuart, a young Nigerian, Kelechi Ihe Anacho, who's just 18 years old. Just to get picked in the 18-man squad is uh, quite some achievement given uh, all the players that Manchester City have. Well, absolutely. I mean, they've got about 40 international players and for him to uh, get on the bench uh, is a massive achievement and just shows how highly uh, the club uh, think of him. Uh, You know, he probably wasn't likely to come on, but he's now had the experience of being on the bench for one of the biggest games of the season. And uh, I think it won't be long before he gets a chance to play. And uh, uh, really exciting to see someone of, of his age Uh, who's, of course, had a bit of age group international experience for Nigeria, uh, getting so close uh, to a premiership start at age 18. So Kelechi Ihe and Nacho, a player to watch out for in the coming seasons, having been on the bench for Manchester City last Sunday. Now, on Facebook, we've been asking what sort of a season we can expect from Yaya Toure, the Manchester City midfielder. Stuart saying there he had a fine game in that second outing against Chelsea. Uh, Amadou Mane says, I'm expecting Toure to be the Premier League's player of the season. Uh, Cherno Jallo says, no doubt it's going to be a great season for Yaya. If he's injury-free with his power, 
technique. He will be a fascinating player to watch. Uh, Yaya Messi Camara says, I guess he's proven in the opening game that he's still the one and only Yaya, despite the criticisms that have been levelled at him last season. And no one is perfect. Uh, Eddie Njay says he'll do well for City this season. And Ebrima Barrow says Toure will have a great season if free from injury troubles. Do you go along with that, Stuart? Well, first of all, I think I have to hold my hand up and say that I was one of the ones who questioned him um, because he didn't have a great season last year and I wondered if the old legs were just beginning to feel the effects of a long career, if he was losing interest. His agent kept saying that he didn't want to stay at Manchester City. But now, having seen him play these two games, he's been magnificent. And, uh, you know, your correspondent said that he could be the player of the season. It's hard to argue with that at the moment. He started as if he wants to win every game. He started as if he is really motivated. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to see to see what he can do. Well, look forward to some great performances this season from Yaya Toure. Now, lots of listeners in the Gambia are very excited about Modu Barrow because he's on the books of Swansea City. But uh, Barrow has been loaned out to, to Blackburn Rovers in the English Championship, the second tier in England. And uh, he's there for three months on an emergency loan. And uh, Barrow did get uh, his first game last weekend, Yes, well, we had been saying how he'd been struggling really to hold down a place at Swansea. And I think going to Blackburn is a good move for him. They're a very solid team. And, uh, you know, he played for an hour uh, over the weekend. And, you know, that can only help him to build up his confidence. And when he goes back to Swansea, he will have games behind him. And I think he'll be in a stronger position to challenge. And, of course, he is a Swansea player and they will be keeping tabs on him, uh, how he's playing, how he's developing. So, uh, I think it's probably a good move for him. And three months is a very short uh, loan spell, isn't it, uh, in whatever league you're talking about? Um, yes, it is. But then uh, I think Swansea are saying we rate him as a player. Uh, we're happy for him to go for three months to get some game time. Uh, but, you know, we don't want to give him away for the season because uh, we may want to use him. Well, let's see if Modu Barrow will get game time and get goals at Blackburn. Thanks a lot to Stuart Weir. That's it for the show for this week. But on Facebook and on WhatsApp, tell us what you think that Ghana captain Andre Dede Ayew will achieve this season at Swansea City. After scoring twice in his first two games in the English Premier League, is he going to be one of the top African players this season? What do you think lies ahead for Andre Ayew? Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. You can follow us on Twitter. The address is at Planet Sport FA. You can keep in touch with news about the programme and African football news. The Twitter handle at Planet Sport FA. Well, from me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashams and Stuart Weir, thanks a lot for listening. You can find us online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.